I have no idea how you found this show, but I'm glad that you did. Hey, I'm John Hicks. Join me and my band of crazies today on the Retirement Solution Podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. You're listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast. I'm Jennifer Perry here with John Hicks. If you have a question for us, there are a couple of easy ways to reach out. Just go online to retirementsolutionradio.com or hit us up on Facebook with your questions for John. Do a search there for the Retirement Solution with John Hicks. But, uh, this weekend, just like last weekend, it was so nice to have these sounds on our TV screens again, John. Football is back. But are you like Kentucky's quarterback? Can you eat the banana with the skin on? <laughs> No, but I'll tell you what, it, it was it was great seeing an accomplished quarterback uh, at the helm for UK. Uh-huh. Great for us that we were somehow able to get, uh, I guess, uh, the, uh, the the grad transfer from Penn State. Yeah. Man, how awesome is that? I, I bet Louisville wishes they had him, too. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Kitty Cat's got an okay quarterback. I'll take that uh, for yeah. a little bit. Hey, we'll take it as long I'm as we I'm going to knock on wood. We do not right. want him to get injured in any way. No, no, We no. do not need that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's a lot of unknowns this college football season, too. Injuries, of course. You know, playing during a pandemic. There's things yeah. like that. But today, we sure. also have the NFL starting up. And you're probably going to hear that whistle a lot more during these games as the league recently announced, John, this new 15-yard penalty for taunting. Game officials have been instructed to strictly enforce the taunting rules, and players and coaches are reminded that two taunting penalties committed by an individual player will result in automatic disqualification. In addition, the taunting player may be fined and or suspended depending on the severity of the actions. Now, here's the thing. It's so subjective, though. I mean, in some of the preseason games, they were throwing the flag on just stupid things. It's like, come on, just let them play. What constitutes constitutes taunting? Right. I mean, if you put your hands up to your helmet and go, na-na-na-na-boo-boo, I mean, are they going to go that crazy? Or let's say you have a really good play. I've watched um, Miami do this for years, and they go and they get the big gold chain, and that goes around their neck. Uh You know, is that considered taunting? Is that considered rubbing it into the other team's face that you made a good play? See, I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand what this is going to be. And, and frankly, why are we doing this right now? I mean, <laughs> is, is there so much taunting going on that it's causing a lot of ill will? Are the feelings of all the little snowflake athletes getting hurt out there in the NFL? Right. Do you just the want to turn NFL. off even more of your audience than you already have? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I remember hearing stories about, uh, what was his name? I can't remember his first name. Uh, Romanowski, the guy that was a, the defensive guy for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. They said this guy was so flipping mean that he would break people's fingers in the bottom of the huddle. <laughs> Is they were being dogpiled, you know, at the bottom of the thing. He would break their fingers. Okay, now that's a penalty. <laughs> How is that not a penalty, right? <laughs> right? And they said he almost, he rarely got called for it. Whatever. Uh. And, and, and that just blows my mind. But now saying nanny nanny boo boo <laughs> is going to get you a 15-yard penalty. Now, here's the thing. How ticked off is a coach going to be? How absolutely just absolutely just beside themselves as a coach going to be if their player ends up getting a taunting 15-yard violation? Right. Well, that's just uh, crazy. Yeah. It's already happened quite a bit during preseason, so I'm curious to see just how Is spiking the ball considered this. taunting? Yeah, I think that falls under this new rule. Oh, my gosh. So, they can't take the, the, the fake pictures in the end zone no. or like the bowling? They're not allowed to do that taunting, either? Taunting. Yeah. Man, that so, was, that, that was actually be... kind of fun seeing what some of these guys would <laughs> right? come up with. Uh, no wonder oh. they're calling it the no-fun league these 
these days. Oh. It just slows down the game for everyone, too. I think that's the most frustrating thing for fans sure. as well. But, you know, it's just another thing for these players and coaches to adapt to. We'll see how they do here in week one with the rule changes. But I was reminded, you know, this is kind of what you help people do, too. You're sort of that coach for a lot of people who face unintended penalties when they get to retirement, John. There are actually a few big ones here, too, that don't seem quite fair, do they? You know, when you kind of look at how the rules are established, sometimes it does seem like you get some unnecessary penalties out there, doesn't uh-huh. it? I mean, I was thinking about one the other day. There was a client that called and said, hey, you know, I got a, I got a younger son. And, you know, he's not 59 and a half yet, and he just really needs some money. And here's the the predicament we're in, John. He could either take some money out of his retirement accounts, he has some in an IRA, Mm -hmm. but he's not 59 and a half yet, or should we just buckle up and just give him the money and then have him pay us back over time? Okay. And so I reminded him, I'm like, well, here's the problem. If he actually pulls money out of his IRA before 59 and a half, and he doesn't have a great reason for it, Mm -hmm. they're going to hit him with a 10% penalty. So if the kid needed five grand, I mean, you're going to have a $500 cash penalty on top of the fact you have to pay taxes on it, too. Yeah. So I explained that to the client and they they understood and they said, okay, well, here's what we're going to do. That's a big deal. Uh Um, We don't want him to have to go through that. Plus, we don't want him pulling out of his retirement account. Anyway, we're going to help help him do that at this point in time. And it was just one of those things where it was an unforeseen expense that they weren't expecting. Uh So it's something we had to actually revise. But I mean, there's all kinds of penalties like that. Um, It kind of reminded me of the RMD. So, you know, if you take your money out too soon (laughs) from your IRA, then there's a penalty. Uh But guess what, Jennifer? If you don't take it out later when you're supposed to, there's another penalty. (laughs) This one's the worst one, by the way. This is, by the way, the worst penalty as far as a numeric cost I've ever heard in my life. So get this. If you do not take your required minimum distribution from your IRA when you're supposed to, Mm -hmm. if you do not do that, it is a 50% penalty on top of the fact that you still have to pull the money out and pay taxes on that amount. So if you're just in the 22% tax rate, okay, just the 22% tax rate, mm-hmm. you're talking this is going to be more than a 75% total penalty on your money. <laughs> that is a ripoff. Because not only, here's the thing, not only do you get the penalty amount taken out, which means you don't receive that money, here's the thing, you still have to pay taxes on the full amount uh, before the penalty. Mm. That's the ripoff. Mm. So that is absolutely egregious. So please, 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 please don't ever forget to take your required minimum distribution. There's all kinds of cool things that you can do with those RMDs now, Jennifer. Okay. They actually allow us that we can go ahead, if we have a charity or a church that we want to give our money to, mm-hmm. we can actually go ahead and have that money go directly to the church. Mm. And we don't even have to receive it, which means the church pays no taxes on that. We don't even uh. get a 1099 filing form on that. Okay. So it makes it pretty awesome. So the money just goes right to your church or charity of your choice and it makes life a lot easier Very so cool. but yeah but, but please don't leave it in there and hit that penalty oh boy 50 percent. that's just oh my gosh i know it's ridiculous, crazy ridiculous and and that rmdh now is 72 is that right 72 John? it used to be yeah. 70 and a half okay and uh the i guess the the, the tax reform that they passed in 2019 mm-hmm. they changed that to 72 i don't think they're going to go back i think it's going to stay at 72 for a while okay now who Good knows now. you know biden and all his team of crazies are out there <laughs> trying to figure everything they can yeah. do we'll to squeeze more, more blood out of the turnip out here yeah <laughs> uh, but at least right now that it does not look like they're gonna 
pull that age back. It looks like it's going to be 72 for RMDs to start. And one of the biggest penalties, this one seems a little absurd too. Every time it comes up at one of your UofL Shelby campus courses, I know people kind of raise their hands and scratch their heads and think, what? So apparently though, John, if you're taking your healthy income out of your retirement accounts, mm-hmm. a lot of our successful savers have reached this point with their savings where they can you know, pull out more than 44 grand a year out of their retirement accounts. Sometimes though, when you reach that level, if you're not careful, your social security benefits are going to end up with an extra tax. That's a kind of another penalty, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it absolutely can be when you think about it. So it's it's really amazing uh, when you kind of look at how the math works out. Someone could literally only pull out an extra $500 a year of income, but that may cost them a, basically what I call a Social Security tax penalty on that extra 500 bucks, huh. and to the tune of sometimes thousands of dollars. Boy. And that's what people are not aware of because Social Security is taxed at different brackets for people. So if you're a married filing jointly couple and you are at the thirty-two, dollars $34,000 income range, not including your Social Security, there's one thing. But if you go over $44,000 in that year, you're going to have to pay taxes on 85% of your Social Security. Mm. So for some people, that can be a pretty big difference by just having an extra buck or two uh, added to their tax return that year. So it's always one of those things that we always want to have people plan for. So if there's going to be a couple years that they're going to have to pay a higher tax amount, we just want them to be aware of it. There's nothing fun about having an extra $1,800 tax bill, all because you pulled an extra 500 bucks out of your account. There's no fun in that at all. Thanks for listening. Want more from John? Find us online at retirementsolutionradio.com. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. J. Hagen Capital is a registered investment advisor. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Incorporated is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issue insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuities offered through John Hicks. Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827.